Do you 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 remember uh, all, all your fits? Well, last time I came, I remember the other day. Uh, last time I, I was on the corporate lunch breakfast time also, and I wore a green master's blazer, a purple tie dye with skeletons. And I don't remember the bottom half. And today, I thought it was funny that I wore purple, I wore tie dye, and I wore green. So you have Can, all the all your past fits memorized. Yeah, well, does anyone remember what pants I had on last time? <laughs> I think they were purple sweats because I wanted to wear something wrong for GQ office. And I oh, you were trying to off. you were trying to undermine the GQ vibe a little bit, but you couldn't go fully off off uh, brand because you wore the blazer, so you knew you had to be a little bit tailored. Up. Right. No, but I remember most uh, most of my outfits for special occasions, flights. Otherwise, I try to remember. So this is CorporateLunch.jp, the uh, Japan episode featuring me. I'm Noah Johnson, GQ Styles, very own, and uh, actual living legend Mordecai Rubenstein, still alive. Welcome. This is episode forty-four. Four. Woo! Four, four. Four plus four is eight. That's infinity. Let's go. My lucky number. Will's away on a spirit quest. Maybe we'll learn about when he gets back. Maybe we'll never learn about. Who knows? This week, it's me and Mordecai. What's Welcome up? back, dude. We are both too. in Japan the you exact still, same, same time. Same time. Different cities. Mordecai and I share many bonds. We are dads. We're neighbors. Clothes, clothing enthusiasts. And Our we daughters were, are born a week apart A or week so. apart. They're best friends insofar as um, one-year-olds have friends at all. It's not clear if they do. They seem to like each other. Um... And we were both just got back from Japan. We were there on separate missions for separate reasons in sort of separate places, but all at the same time. How's your jet lag? It didn't hit till yesterday. Yeah, it takes a day or two to catch up to you. And then Floating. at like 4 p.m., I like I fell asleep. I fall asleep every day, like wherever, sitting up at 4 or 5 p.m. Yeah, I love jet lag. What you time, love it. What time did you it's arrive in sort Japan? of distorting. Uh, I got in at like 3 p.m. I got uh, about in two weeks earlier. ago. I think so. The day I arrive, I love hitting the streets wherever I am to yep. keep going. Yeah, yeah, very difficult. Yeah, and then I don't believe in jet lag there because you're just constantly going. That's right. You don't feel it there yeah. ever. Ever. I think the worst thing you could do is is sit down and stop as soon as you land and like take a nap. But on the way home, it hits me hard. Yeah, I argue with my wife unnecessarily. <laughs> I, I I I fall. I could I could miss train stops. But fall. Yeah. But a couple like I mean, it's hard to get up the subway stairs. Yeah, it's true. When you get when you get to Japan, uh, I'm no I'm no Japan expert. I've been twice. This was my second trip. You've been this is my third third trip. Um, We're no experts. You know, you know, Japan is is if you're in into fashion and and style and street culture of any kind, Japan is sort of like ground zero in so many ways. So it it has that sort of like mecca feeling, like you make this sort of pilgrimage and you get there and you, like what whatever your get down is, stylistically there's there's a movement there. There has been a movement there that that has either massively influenced or has been a huge contrib- contribution to it. So. I, I, like it was always a dream of mine to go, and then and then um, for both work and personal reasons, I've got to go. But did you always ha- had you in your whole life thought of like Japan as like a a desti- a place you had to get to that you felt sort of connected to your interests? Definitely working retail in Soho, studying the streets here, thinking I know what's up. Japanese kids visiting, wearing four different you know color block jeans from Beams, uh, you know showing me what what they're into, and then going to Coco Hane, the bookstore mm-hmm. uh, uptown. You can study those magazines from morning to night. You could look at every single Popeye, second, free and easy, and it's nothing 
till you, till you get there. And yeah. I, you know, I was photographed as I'm sure you were for different Japanese magazines. And after 20 years of living in, you know, working in Soho, I was like, I'm never going. And then finally going. Yeah. After fashion people, you know, they go to Milan a couple times a year, Paris a couple yeah. times a year. They're very lucky. We're very fortunate. But it's nothing till you get there. You, you know, like you said, it's it it's the biggest eye opener. You know, whether you're into ceramics, kimonos. <laughs> taboos feet things or clothes <laughs> it's just another word or food you know yeah it's funny you said um you never feel jet lag because you get there and you never stop moving i was there for about Can't 10 stop. days um with a with a group of friends on some sort of like um inspiration sort of trip kind of vacation thing but we never really relaxed I mean, it was relaxing and there was there were there were uh there were experiences that sort of we're similar to relaxation, but you really never stop going partly because there, it's just endless, um, uh, an endless kind of like source of excitement. You know, there's like, yeah. especially when you're in the cities, that was my experience anyway, being in like no. Tokyo and Kyoto and some other small cities. You know, for someone like myself with that, when I'm in a foreign country or away from home anywhere, I always wonder what's going on outside the hotel. And if you're with other people and they go back at nine, 10 o'clock at night, you're like, huh major FOMO what's going on out there <laughs> whether you're 30 flights up in a hotel this is like the down. theme of your life though this is why is. you're always on the street it is but you know but when you're in a place like that which is you know you think New York doesn't sleep it does you go to Tokyo we don't even talk about other places and there's video arcades that are open 24 hours where they're dancing and touching the wall there's a new one where they just touch it used to be the dancing thing right you know, the video the game, now yeah. there's like the touch 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 <laughs> I could watch that for hours just to watch people and then you know, shopping's the biggest sport in Japan, in my opinion. Yeah. And you know, my one of my favorite stores is in a subway station, and it's open till eleven o'clock midnight. You can have dinner, rush that dinner, forget to drink after dinner, so and go shopping up, again. Slurp up a bowl of ramen in about a minute. And I a half. don't do noodles. I don't do ramen. <laughs> but you slurp up anything yeah. and slip right back into a retail store. Yeah. What's your favorite store that's in the train station? It's called Oshman's. What? It, I, it's I like uh, it's REI. Uh, t- times a million. Yeah. It's where the fake camping trend started in Japan, probably. Yeah. It's fast food camping, but it's Tokyo hands for camping, but it's all real. Yeah. If you need the gas stove, if you need the, the seat for camping, the backpack, the hat, the, the t-shirt, anything you need for camping, they have. But because camping is such a trend, they make. I mean, there's they make their own champion reverse weave sweatsuits that say Ashman's on it. That's amazing. And it's twenty bucks. Uh, and you mentioned Tokyo Hands. Tokyo Hands is one yeah. of the, the spots everyone talks about. Everyone has to hit. Trip. I did too. It's essentially and the last one. It's essentially Target. It not quite Target's not the right word for it, but it's a massive kind of discount retailer that's yeah. like a humongous building. And they say it has sort of everything you can imagine, which it it does. But in a, too it's kind much. of a, it's kind of a junky, uh, weird, eclectic, like super Target sort of place. My first trip, I. Looked at the map, there were seven. I picked the biggest one with the most stars looking like the biggest one. And the $25 cab ride, I'll never do again. I went to the wrong one. Yeah. You know, I wanted a Gregory. I went to the one in backpack. Shibuya. I don't even remember. Yeah. It was like, there's so much to look at. Yeah. And Japanese friends even warned me if you're not going for a specific purpose, don't yeah. go. Yeah. And the last time, I, I my wife wanted a clear umbrella that every Japanese person has. That's not where you get it. You get that at 7 Eleven. Yeah. 7 Eleven so is way better. 7 Eleven is one of the best stores in Japan. They say it's the best t shirt. 
in Japan is yeah. 7-Eleven because, yeah. you know, the businessmen, they stay out all night or yeah. can't get home in time for the train, so yeah. they're forced to sleep in a little pod. Yeah, the salary. Uh, not man. a podcast. Yeah, and they <laughs> and they have to get the shirt tie all packaged. But if you notice, all my favorite trends in 7-Eleven, all my favorite trends in Japan, the Tenagui scarf, like the workwear thing that they wear, there's 17 uses. They wear it for the head, for yeah. the neck, save a life and pull somebody up. They sell that packaged at 7-Eleven, the shirt and tie package 7-Eleven, yeah. the scarf that's the towel they yeah. sell packaged 7-Eleven, everything you need. They have yeah. good underwear. They have Muji underwear yeah. and undershirts at 7-Eleven. On my trip, I Wait. packed for half. I was there for over 10 days, and I packed for half the trip thinking we were at Airbnb, so I was like, we're going to have to do a laundry stop. I'm not going to do this heavy packing. Never did laundry, just went to 7-Eleven every day to buy new socks and underwear. I should have done that. We had, oh, this is a crazy story. We had a laundry machine in the hotel room. What? I've never, ever, ever no, had this. Wasn't, that. This wasn't a Cerulean. This yeah. wasn't to Park Hyatt. This wasn't the Imperial Palace. Yeah. This was Ginza in a very, very nice hotel, but not like super 15-star hotel. And at the last day, the, the agent that brought me, translator agent from Popeye, I went out there for Popeye magazine. Yep. I don't know if we could mention other magazines on air. I mentioned GQ to them a bunch. <laughs> oh, but good. Thank you. They're so cool. They... they um, Put, this hotel had a washer dryer and she, before I went she's like oh we have washer dryer in the room so don't worry I'm like I'm being photographed every day part of my mission I'm yeah. bringing seven outfits yeah. it's five work days <laughs> I'm bringing at least seven because there's two slip ups and I did I waited till the last night to do laundry some of my favorite underwear I just should have I should have done it earlier but waited till the last night to do laundry the menu was all in Japanese with little 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 things in English of like a long cycle things you don't need for the washing <laughs> machine instead of the basics I Washed whites and darks together as I always do. Oh come on, really? Yep. Oh, yep, yep. oh, oh, oh I'm bad. And Jesus. I washed a red sweatshirt. I don't want to use the word vintage because I don't like that term anymore. I washed a sweatshirt. <laughs> it's red. It says brown on it. I think it's from Brown University. It's got to be at least 20, 30 years old. It's been washed by me 20, 30 times. And I washed it with white turtleneck yeah. that it bled all over. And my favorite, favorite sweats that are my father-in-law's coaching sweats that have his name embroidered on the top coach brown and gray, the red bled on the gray i was in so i was so upset and the young lady you should have known it was going to happen this is why you separate i mean i've washed them together a million times never happened but in israel Those the machines Japanese, are very tough and yeah. these machines weren't tough but they're very thorough let's say <laughs> and the young lady that helped me on this trip so much who i owe everything to said let me take some of this stuff to my room because the dryer wasn't drying and she'll dry it. And then she saw how upset I was. And I don't know what I'm saying really, but what I want, you know, they take things very personally in Japan. Yeah, yeah, they it, do. They don't, and I, yeah. and I, I know that because I love people and I study people so much. And yeah. I said there over and over again, this is no disrespect. My feelings are not hurt at all by the Japanese. I want you to know. I love <laughs> this place. I love you. And, it, and, 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 and a million percent. This, even this though person, even though my sweatshirt bled onto my turtleneck, that's not I Japan's still fault. love the that's Japanese my people. Fault. <laughs> it's true. It's my fault. You yeah. know? This and, but Japanese people are very sensitive to to especially guests and very attendant and very um just just so incredibly like respectful yeah, and gifts uh, as soon as they meet you, yeah, bowing, yeah. everything about the place. Yeah. Super long story short, because I make everything too long. I cannot believe what this woman did. Long story short, she stayed up for hours. First, she washed <laughs> she washed the pants by themselves. Yeah. She Googled all these websites and forums of how to get stains out. <laughs> she must have, I don't know for a fact, she washed them. She told me for a fact she washed them. Then she hit it with a toothbrush with some soap that was oh in the room. God. She didn't go downstairs to, to the store because it wasn't 24 hours. She washed it with soap with a toothbrush by hand. 
then rewash them in the morning, I had a funny feeling that something happened. So I woke up and I put a towel around and I, I left, I was all packed up because we were leaving that morning. I left a pair of jeans just on top of the suitcase, but still, still packed. I didn't want to wear jeans because they're not really wearing jeans in Japan anymore. So I was like, eh, I don't really know if I should. <laughs> and because they influenced me a little bit, a lot. So they she, don't wear jeans in New York anymore, no, really, she, either, do they? She, uh, you're right. You're we'll talk right. about I'm that in a minute. So slow. Keep going. So she, she knocked on my door. I opened it at the same time because I kind of was waiting for her. We had a set time to meet, 6 a.m. We were going for breakfast at the Imperial Palace. That's where Joe DiMaggio and what's her face, Marilyn Monroe, had their honeymoon. It's an incredible looking hotel. I haven't seen a bed. I haven't seen the rooms, but it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, it's designed by some famous architect that died in the middle of the project. You probably know his name. Um, anyway, they they are famous for laundry, and <laughs> she, I thought she was gonna drop it off and do some magic. Oh, no, she told me she was going to drop it. She handed me the pants, and she's like, I think I got them out. I may have taken some of the gray out in the sweat. And I'm like, they felt fluffier, the weave, she, she fixed than them. ever before. They were better she than they, they were. They were better than they were original. <laughs> I, 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 no lie, no jet lag. This is before the jet lag. This is an uh, extremely long story about laundry, which I appreciate tremendously, because I could talk about laundry all day. It's very important to me, and I'm very sensitive to matters uh, pertaining to laundry. But it's also a good metaphor for sort of how it works in Japan. We spoke happens, about laundry on the first podcast yeah, together. I'm sure we did. What happens in Japan is they take... Uh, uh, or a common thing that happens there, and, and I'm going to make some generalizations here that I don't, I hope doesn't uh, upset too many people, but they take existing uh, practices and traditions and products that are very American and they tend to approve upon them. They tend to sort of take them and take them further either by Fact. improving the quality or by uh, improving the process by which they're made or by just kind of like fucking it up and making it an insane color. She made them or better like... than they were originally. <laughs> you think I'm lying? They were fluffier? This was a pair of sweatpants. That's what the whole country does. It went from nine ounce twill cotton whatever to 15. What was, since you brought it up, the, the number of outfits you brought, do you have a, mm, a real, mm. I would love to know, and this is again for another episode, but what is your system for packing? Not I how rolled, you do it. I, I don't care about time. the rolling. Everybody, oh, okay. no, look, I didn't roll. You get it in the, the bag first, however is, you get it. How yeah. do you plan? Do you okay. lay everything out? Do Past you do, few what trips. is the algorithm? Because I never know. Yeah, you can do seven outfits, but what about the the items that get swapped in and out of various outfits? I'm like, I'm like writing down like diagrams and notebooks yes. and laying clothes I took out. Photos. And I, I never I get it. I never to get know it what right. What was though. going with what? I, I mapped never, it out. Never get it right. So I was, I knew I was being photographed every day, so I didn't want to repeat. But my, you know, I love beauty in the everyday, and I love wearing just a giant bean sweater with sweats with a turtleneck. Maybe switch a turtleneck and wear the same thing every day. How funny for Japan! How many pairs of sweatpants did you bring? Only one. Wow, really? Yep, only one. Um, and I wore them on the flight like a true American slob. Yeah. Normally I like you my flight outfits to be loud and proud. This time it was very lame. Well, yeah. That's not true. I did a patterned fleece with tie-dye socks. It's just, you don't want to be too cozy. You, you don't want to be like the, you do. the, the, you the do. college so kid long. carrying a pillow through the airport. But it is so, a long flight. I did the neck pillow for the first time. <laughs> yeah, the neck pillow is all right. But you, can't have the, you can't have the bed pillow. I don't know about sweats. I, I also want wheeled luggage. Rimowa, what's up? Get at us. You're not running wheeled luggage? I'm not running wheeled luggage. Oh, I'm running a giant yellow bean tote, and I feel like a grandma, and that's for short trips throwing <laughs> it in the Volvo. I'm over it. What um, What is your level of fame like in Japan? Because I've been to Japan with some some um, American friends. They, they and, know you. And, well, yeah, no one stops me, though. I mean, what do you, you walk through Harajuku, you're getting people are screaming Mr. Mord at you. Not screaming. I was blown away. Blown away. But people stop politely st- to ask for pictures. 
you know what it is? I make eye contact. Otherwise, they never would. They're so polite. I noticed a few kids looking at their Instagram in front of me. Yeah, is that? And in my head, him? yeah. And they kept looking back, and I imagined them ahead. Oh, I saw my my thing on their screen. Bullshit, I didn't. I just sensed that they were looking at me, and they were yeah. looking at the app. And I'm the old man that's like, hey, how you doing, kids? You know? <laughs> and then, politely... They asked for a photo. That happened a few times. It happened a few times where they said hi and didn't take my photo, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. But it only happened a few times a day. Um, you said you're not using the word vintage anymore? What's that about? I also bought vintage for the first time in Japan, which I didn't think I would do. Nothing, because true vintage is like, what, 30 years old or whatever? And they use the term so loosely here for a rap tea, you know, which could be or whatever. But oh, you're saying so if it's, it's like, 18 years old, it's not yeah, vintage. Yeah, like, I don't know what vintage truly is anymore. This is secondhand, you know, this is secondhand. Secondhand is, not, is, a, is a better term. This is secondhand, exactly, you know. Everything you're wearing is secondhand. Nope, not the bottoms. What are you running? Tie-dye sweatpants. Cotton candy. Cotton candy. Made in Harlem. Sort of marbled. Who, who makes those? This young kid named Carrie Amble. Shout out He's him. a young deadhead. And you got the Comme des Garçons, HCG, uh, Moabs on. No, they're just black sneakers. They're, they're Comme des Garçons Nikes, I think. He's a... ACG. Those are French jet by oh, way of Japan designer. <laughs> it's CDG. Whatever. Wow, the sneakerheads are going to have my head for that one. I'd like to see you in Comme des Garçons. Did you go to the Comme des Garçons Absolutely store in Tokyo? No, no. No? Come and on. And the agent was like mad at me for dissing it. I you, wasn't dissing I don't go to Japan for that. Yeah. Fair, fair, but you know there is a good amount of I di- I. It's a beautiful. Store. I skipped a lot of that stuff this trip because I'd seen it before. But going to like the undercover store and the Visvim stores and the Comme des Garçons stores, you know, those are the those it's are the important. major icons. It's like coming to New York and going to to Ralph. You know, I think like yeah. there's some amount of you get to see it in its true form. And I love to see the shop kids because the shop kids are fully dedicated are. to those brands. I mean, it's a whole. I tried whole not lifestyle. to bring Japanese clothes with me. I was like, oh, I'll bring my noodle sweats. And I was like, yeah. no, kind of done played. You know, yeah. you want to bring America to Japan. You yeah. don't really want to bring Japan to Japan. Yeah. Kind of. But they inspire everything I do probably. So because, you know, they do us so well. You know, I went to some stores out there that I probably shouldn't have. I looked in the VisVim store <laughs> and right next to it is Fred Perry and they knocked off no sign. Yeah. Same glass. It's yeah. so funny. What what stores did you like there? Or what did you go to that you had a oh, in, I was hoping that at? you'd ask me my favorite Japanese brand. All right, let's start there. What's your favorite Japanese brand? Toto. But the toilets. <laughs> 7-Eleven Toilets with the in Japan are super Dude, complicated. 7-Eleven with the bidet. Yeah, yeah you know it's stressful debate, if you're in an office. But that's weird using a 7-Eleven. you don't know which button to push. You never know. Yeah, but if you're in a 7-Eleven, you know a button to push, fine, you leave. You're going to the Popeye <laughs> magazine office, you yeah. know which button to push, you're sweating. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen. You could get like sprayed in the face somehow. Anyway, for a 7-Eleven to have a top-of-the-line design toilet Everyone, with the bidet, every, it's everywhere, so cool. I everywhere. do have one question for, for, you know, they often offices and, and bathrooms won't have paper towels to dry your hands. Yeah, no, there's no paper towels in Japan. Yeah. So everyone, that's another reason why every single person has a personal handkerchief in their pocket. Yeah. Every single person. Oh, that's person. a good point. Because restaurants rarely have napkins exactly. too. Like the good, the good restaurants, the the sort of cutty like yeah. back back alley restaurants don't have napkins. Right. And if you ask for one, they hand you like a tiny like tissue. laminated piece yes. of tissue that's yes. like has a sheen. So on it. So my question is, you go to these bathrooms, yeah. and you you know you don't have it, yeah. You start drying your hands and your clothes. Yeah. Not that cool looking. It's, it's so weird. 
It's so yeah, strange. I struggle with that because I'm a big, but it also kind of brings awareness. Washer. I mean, yeah, and you need, you know, you do need some paper towels, but it brought awareness to the fact that like maybe I use three or four paper towels after yes, I wash my hands, yes, and then I'm thinking exactly. this whole country of people Wasteful. aren't using any, right? And that's kind of a problem in and of itself. But wet hands is a bad look. Yeah, a wet doorknob on the bathroom. But is Japan no is all about using. I, I learned about this also in the hotel. They haven't changed a lot of things since like the 80s or whatever and I guess after the war when when they lost I don't know what I'm talking about I don't know history but they lost everything yeah. they make use with what they have or whatever the word is like they use it until it can't be used yeah. anymore that's pretty cool yeah that's right we went to an onsen in in the south which that's is a, a bathhouse and um it's a pretty intense experience. It's, you know, you're not, you don't. Tattoos. There's, there's no, yeah, you're not supposed to have tattoos in there because of the, um, you know, Japanese mafia. The tattoos are but known. But I heard they can, there's certain ones, even though if you made an appointment and pay, yeah. when you get naked or take your clothes off, they can ask you to leave. That's right. They can. Yeah, there's rules for it. But we went to a kind of cutty, a grimy one, and, and a friend who was all tattered up had no problem in there. But they don't, you know, you don't wear clothes in them, and the towel they give you is the size of a piece of paper. It's the smallest. It's, you have to hold it, right? Yeah, there's no big fluffy white it's towels. So you have this cool. tiny towel, and you keep it with you kind of over your shoulder when you bathe, and then you sort of you do an intense kind of scrubbing your body process before and after because the water smells like sulfur and stuff. And and then you use that same tiny towel. You wring it out, and then you use it to dry yourself, and that's all anybody gets. There's no robe. There's no stack of fluffy like spa towels. There's nothing. There's just that. I'd and be it's crying. Another kind of... As as much sort of excess and and um, not excess but but uh, stimulation and sort of commercial consumer culture as there is is there there is still there is like these weird sort of like moments of like austerity or something where you're just like where is where are the fucking paper towels yeah. my hands are wet and they have so much clothes I wonder what their houses look like and when you see Japanese houses yeah. and magazines the, you know simplicity yeah. or whatever like like bear yeah you know and I realized into this trip this is my third time I still haven't seen anyone's house or apartment kind of you know like trench coats make sense out there because they don't take up a lot of closet space I have four down coats it's no wonder they don't need stuff know. that warm unless you're that's up north, right? That's also true. But let's talk more about shopping though, because the Please. shopping situation there is very intense. And for someone like myself, it can be like you you just you walk through a neighborhood, any neighborhood in Tokyo, this it seems to me, <laughs> and on any block, you're gonna find a shop or two you want to go into. You just kinda Hold can't. Hold on, resist. I'll be right out. Hold on. And it's sort of <laughs> exactly and it's sort of uh it gets weird because at some point you gotta be like, is this I don't. I don't think it's the same. Like, just in, to some extent, yeah. When Japanese people who are into clothes come here, they go to places like Dave's and have a similar sort of experience where their mind is blown by what we have right here on on, on most blocks and most neighborhoods in New York. But it it's just it, to me, it doesn't even compare. There's something. Uh, the experience there is 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 unreal. I, on, unreal. I, on like on all levels. I mean, you can pick anything you're into. I don't care if it's Ralph Lauren. Well, I only bought made in Japan shit, and I was kind of careful to that do that. That blew my mind last trip. But blew my mind. And I, that's I, to me is the only reason to be there. Sad. There's no reason to buy anything that's not made in Japan when you're there because you're, a you're getting a much USA. better price on it. Like that's I bought true. some needle stuff, which yeah I could have bought here, Dude. but I got a better price. Advice to people I think going would be like. Buy stuff that's made in Japan. That's it's why you're the there. Of the, and, yeah. But with vintage, I think you buy made in USA, and this may or, upset you. Wait, but vintage in general. Yeah. Because I think there's three things. The first time and second time I went, I would buy socks, and I went back to my hotel room, and I saw made in China. And I was like, shit, I yeah. came all the way here to buy yeah. that. So I wanted made in Japan. 
they have underwear, I call it underwear stores, in Shibuya, Harajuku, like the cool guy neighborhoods, yeah. there's like an unofficial not champion store, but like make your own t-shirt right. store, like bring your own graphic, we'll make a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. They have more brands selling underwear, t-shirts, and socks in that store that are made in North Carolina than anyone in this country's ever seen. Oh, really? They're not, yeah, they have t-shirts and underwear like Camber. That, like you know, health we know Camber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're remaking it for Japan. Yeah. When not only most Americans haven't heard of it, you can't buy it here. Yeah. So that stuff's cool. Definitely. I said, I'm not coming here to buy vintage my last two trips. This time, they really pushed me. Koenji, 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 Koenji. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. That's the neighborhood where all the vintage dude, stores are. Dude, designers that are going and they're going to Shibuya and Harajuku are wasting their fucking time. Yeah. Sorry to curse, <laughs> but get out. I went to <laughs> I went to two places. I went to, um, I went to a place that's just, I want to say like a flea market, but it's all new. It's the underground sneaker world where sneakers came out an hour ago and they're all there and it's like a flea market full of 90-year-olds and 12-year-olds shopping. It was unbelievable. (laughs) Ioyama, I think it's called. I don't even know. Uh, And I went to... I went to Koenji where you have stores that are more Ralph than Ralph. You know, they have like... Every single collection Ralph's ever done, but it's super curated in a way that makes you want to shop. Not in a library way. What kind of prices are you paying though? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I bought an amazing, amazing, amazing oversized hypercolor Ralph flannel yeah. for forty-five bucks. Oh wow! And I thought that was a lot for me. Yeah. And I bought Wide Whale Ralph cords. I won't describe and how it's they wild look because I don't want anyone to get them. The funny thing about buying vintage is that, like, Ralph flannel you bought, a Japanese buyer went to America, Detroit. traveled across yes. the country. Yes. Went to every Salvation Army on some epic road trip through Canada and America, and then flew back to Japan, and and you know, ent- it entered a, a wholesale system of some kind for vintage buying, and then ended up there. But like, that story's so crazy. But I went to a wholesaler, a vintage wholesaler in Kyoto. Uh, run, it's this guy who has a shop in Kyoto called Nord, and then through through some friends, he brought us to his vintage warehouse. I posted some of this on my Instagram stories, and there was it, it was exactly what you you know your greatest dreams are made of it was just piles like actual towers of very well hand-picked vintage and basically it was kind of the result of decades of these buying trips to the u.s and i think honestly japanese buyers did such a thorough job of collecting for 30 years for exactly for decades that it really is all there i mean yeah you can still find stuff here but yeah in my mind he was saying these were priced to sell he was was saying that um that younger kids aren't into vintage anymore that when he was growing up in japan it was yes. all about american vintage and that's not the move anymore good and good let's so he said it, his so prices go back and his, buy it yeah his prices were coming down and um, good so why I'm didn't saying, you buy vintage the first time you went because i would go to the rose bowl when i worked at levi's and i was like rose bowl rose bowl and there's so many fake stories like oh i found this in a mine i'm like i don't want to hear your bubba mice's your grandma stories <laughs> in yiddish like l- let me either you know be seduced by the item itself and lie yeah or just shut up you yeah. know because it's, it's bullshit and there were so many dealers in Japan. Then I, w- I bought and sold uh, many years ago. 20 years ago, I'd buy and sell clothes in the Midwest, and I'd bring it back on Greyhound and sell it to the Lower East Side stores, yeah. to women's clothing stores here. And I'd go to these stores, and there this was Japanese kids. This is just a kids. hustle you had yeah. going? Yeah. As a Japanese kids, they would be online with me in Detroit and stuff to buy clothes. And I was like, what are they doing here? Huh. You know? And yeah. it just made sense. So that when I went back, I was like, I'm not buying my own clothes back from them. It just hurts. It's like, it hurts. But- they have the best in the world. Yeah. They're so smart. They're yeah. so good at it. And I'm so happy that I did it this time because it was priced to sell. And I and, it, and it, I didn't even wash it. And, yeah. and I brought it back thinking, oh, I better wash this stuff. Yeah. Don't tell my wife. I just put it right in the closet in the location because <laughs> I'm sure that it's perfectly clean. I know. I bought a pair of 1950s like Korea War uh, uh cargo pants bdus and they're like massive they're amazing and they you know they they size those in size small medium large short regular long 
<laughs> and I'm a medium short, and it's really hard to find. And especially in this 1950s fit, which is wild. It has the huge knees, the articulated knees that are massive, Cotton, and then it kind twill? of tapers. Yeah, it's a twill. It's not ripstop. It's before ripstop. Hard to find stuff. This was what I discovered in the warehouse. I, I too, can't believe I that too I bought wore them. Too. Um, I too wore them without. Oh, you wore them, them on the. Did you wear them on the trip? <laughs> yeah, I, I started wearing home. everything on the trip, partly because I, I packed. Should've. I packed light, and I I got a. Uh, I, uh, you know, you, you, you pick up things along the way. What Did you go to Capitol stores? The Capitol stores Absolutely there are not. amazing. All right. I wanted on. to, but it's like, it's so OD. So you didn't do Capitol. You didn't do Nepenthes. You didn't do like the I Japanese I went to the stuff. needle store. I didn't buy a $260 tie-dye hoodie that I wanted because it wasn't the greatest dye. Well, that's not true. I just didn't want a $260 t-shirt, but I, I went. See, I love going to like the source. To me, it's like, yeah, you've seen Capitol. Yeah, you can buy it on Mr. Porter, but go to the Tokyo store where you have to take your shoes off to shop and like you get a different experience. To me, I bought a Capitol jacket there that I'm really happy with. Never thought I would buy... Does it have smiley faces? No, but it's like all tattered and destroyed and oh, like hand stitched and has like mismatched buttons and it's oh, it's uh, the whole went to Japan once. <laughs> it's the whole thing, but honestly, I had such a good experience and I was and the thing has a great fit. You'll see, you're gonna like it. Have you noticed that the packing's gone down? Like they're not spending as much time packing and wrapping and handing you the product. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Often they would right? do like a tissue layer, and then that goes into an envelope, and the envelope has a beautiful tie, and, and then that goes into a door. shopping bag. Yeah, they're not walking you to the door as much. Yeah, I didn't get walked to the door as much. Like. I, I think I like that they've downplayed. I, I a get some of that also. I think is my mannerisms, and I get Same. excited. So I'm in a store, and I, my voice starts. The volume of my voice starts going up, and right. the pitch probably. And the kind of like, I start moving really fast. I start talking really fast. I'm grabbing things off racks. Yeah, I'm same. not demanding. We're to me, I'm, I'm being polite, and, and but just enthusiastic. But there it has a, can have a different read. Yes. And sometimes I think I cross the line and become the rude, sort of like brash, loud American, and they just want me out of there. And that's same. maybe when they don't walk me to the Glad door. Glad we weren't on the same trip because they would have hated us. <laughs> but I feel the same way. They're, they're, they, they downplay the packaging and everything because they know I want to go. And I respect that. They try to like Did you, know. you did you do like beams and like Absolutely. United Arrows Every and some sing- of those nope, big stores? Nope, I didn't hit one United Arrows, I hit like fifteen beams. So you they, like beams, beams is the best store in the world. I hate to say it. Yeah. They do it. What's so the best one? Beams well. Fenica? Is that the best say. one? I don't want to say. <laughs> Come on, you've told us nope, everything. Do the else. work. Do the work. So Beams Plus. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just I want you know, tweed reversible overcoats. Yeah. It's Did it's you buy beautiful. stuff there? I did not. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So what else did you buy? Can you talk about that? Um, a few things. Don't give us the. Full. I bought fleece gloves that so you, come in two different colors: the right hand and left at hand. At the outdoor store. Mm-hmm. I bought a climbing rope with miniature climbing things. Oh, I'm talking to a climber for my wife because last time she said I didn't get her enough stuff. <laughs> Hanukkah's coming, and I try to give under twenty five dollar gifts for eight nights. So I got a, I got her like little facial things at the drugstore. The masks, yeah, the, like I paper got, masks. I got my little baby a uh, Cookie Monster from Uniqlo because I thought they were sold out in New York, and of course they're here. <laughs> I didn't get. I'm terrible at buying gifts. I'd like. I'm the I worst. try, and then I kind of choke up and 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 can't make the decision. Same. And I want to go to like the the kind of chintzy gift shops and get the get the local, local. like sort of tourist gifty stuff. But then I. You look at it and you lose interest because it's yes. all made in China and yes. cheap. And then I want to get nice stuff, but then it becomes harder to find. I did a bad. I, I, I found I'm, a couple things, but I I did a bad job. I'm the worst gifts. gift giver because I have this thing. Also, where just pure selfishness. I'm I want it. Same. I told Sarah the reason. I like. I'm not getting you a $500 pair of earrings that I like that you're not going to like. Yeah. I want to get you something that I love. That in case you don't like it, like we share it, kind of like a climbing you know, rope, for instance. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I strike out every single trip. Um, what, so beans, what, uh, what, uh, what other, did you, what other spots did you hit? 
What'd you eat? You didn't eat oh, noodles. Oh, that's bad. Right, you that's don't a t- I, dude, burgers almost curry? every day. Bur- oh, yes, to, I did what's the, the burger I did, place called? You know, brown, you know, toast. Uh, I did the golden brown. Golden it's brown. It's too much during the day. It, it's it just so OD with the mayo. And I believe they put cheese in the burger. They told me they don't inside the meat. A lot of places do in America. They just hide, just sneaky yeah, cheese and I'm allergic to dairy, lactard, lactose, Jewish stomach. And I take lactate all day there. It does nothing, even though they're not big on dairy. But that's I love that Golden State Burger because they're very American in there. They turn the rap music up when you yep. walk in. <laughs> um, the kids that work there are covered in grease from yeah. the crotch to like the knees, which yep. I think is really cool. Um, I love that store, the Wacko Maria store. That's yep. totally gangster, probably. Yeah. Uh, right next to it, I love those shirts. That's is that where the Paradise Cafe is or whatever yeah. it's called? Yeah, 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 that's a big scene. We so we went over there. To grab a drink, this is like a dumb thing, but we we looked in and it was only it was full of Americans, and Ugh. we just kind of walked away. It was too. It was like we're gonna see people we know in here, and that's a, a weird vibe. There's spots like that where people. Was Gravitate. it JBL bar? Did you go there? JBS, the, JBS with played the bar out, with done. all the, the records. No, go there. It's out, all you Americans. know the new one. That's the fake. Grand, grandfather bar. Yeah, that's right. That, that's right. We, we're talking about that too. We went to the piano bar, the tiny red bar. That's Ooh, another version of that. that but these are all these places where where you get all the too many all the cool Americans com. hang out. You know where the Americans don't go. That alley with all the bars that hold three people. That's where the piano bar is. That's the coolest yeah, strip in the world. It fits like eight people. That's the coolest strip in the world. Yeah, that's a it's a pretty. Uh, I took my shoes off to go into the dressing room at a vintage store. That was pretty impressive. Yo, Santa Monica Vintage, amazing. Where's that? Harajuku? I don't know. There's a few. Oh, it's a, th- um, a This chain. one called CAG or CDG. I got a time hey, check. I got to check my out. notes. Don't make. Oh I, oh, I wrote notes too. So you're, oh, did you do like Hollywood Ranch Market? That's nope, a really good one. Nope, no, nope. But they own, I, you know, it's too much for me, but the guy just passed away from Hollywood Ranch Market and I oh, didn't really? know this. That brand's been around since like 1972. Oh yeah, it goes way back. I did not know that. Yeah. So he's got the best thermals outside in the game. that store. There's a sticker on the window, not fade away. Oh. And it, which is really cool. It looks like it's someone's house. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it was like the backside, but they own three other stores. Well, there it's blue, blue is the same company and Hollywood ranch market. And, um, and the other one, which is pretty cute. Oh front yeah. General or something. No, um, 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 standard high standard, right. Which is my favorite because they have barbarian, um, uh, they'll, they'll take the collar off of Barbarian and put a hood on. Yeah. You know, they make their own rugby's and all white. Yeah. But then you start seeing them at Beams. You start seeing them at all the same stores, which is a big problem in Japan. Yeah, there is a similar... Much. There's a funny thing. The one thing that everyone asks me when I when I go to Japan or when I get back is, did you buy any North Face purple label? <laughs> everyone asks about that because it's the most... It's kind of this really known thing that people have this idea, oh, they have it's shit only in, in Japan. They have this only in Japan stuff. And it's true, but you realize it, it's not that interesting when you're there. To me personally, Purple Label is not is not. Um, well, I love, doesn't excite me partly because there's a million other rare, unusual yes. collaborations or or side brands, off brands, um, revi- licensed in Japan brands, and all this stuff. There's so much of it, but there is a little bit of an effect of like you see it once and it's exciting, and then after the course of a week, you start to realize that like these things are everywhere. Yeah. I, I, have, I have a special, what's the word, affinity for it, because I like that it has Berkeley on the tag and living in San Francisco for a little bit, and the idea of like, oh, you can't get it, you can't get it. And yeah. there's so much fake North Face Purple label that yeah, I, do actually, I do actually like what they do so much, but I, I'm friendly and, and love the Nanamika yeah. family yeah. and love what they do so much yeah. that it's cool to be turned on to the Nanamika stuff and just see the Purple Label stuff in that store yeah. and kind of still want the Nanamika. Yeah. Like that. And the Nanamika Mountain store is – there's two Nanamika stores, like one's I Mountain and one's Regular. Oh, okay. Those are my favorites because it's kind of international. They had, yeah. a, they had an orange fleece that I fell in love with from, from, from England. But you didn't you didn't cop. I was too cheap. Do you do any of the like um, 
Did you do like Anatomica or Figvel or any of those kind of military I'm, remake? I'm like... pissed that I didn't do Anatomica. I love that company it's and so everything intense. they yeah. do. Yeah. It's just, you know, the guy chose that destination for where it is because he wanted to be near water. Yeah. And it's, it's so an amazing far away. location. It's, it's on so this river. It's out away. of the middle of nowhere. It's on a river, and there's all these boats, sort of like houseboats on the river. I think. Yeah. And, and that's another one where the, like all the employees are like almost fetishistically uh, dedicated to this brand, like super duper uh, over the top kind of military. But that's what's styling. cool about Santa Monica Vintage and stores like that. Like you're around Gucci and Saint Laurent, and all the high end stores. Yep. You make a right, and there's like this little vintage store down the stairs on the main drag and there's like a rack of baby Patagonia yeah yeah and they're just priced just enough where you're like damn I should get that the exchange rate I don't know if you noticed the exchange rate was very good when we were there so weird it was very good last time I was there it was not it was not so favorable um curious what you bought vintage workwear yeah I mean workwear is the best in Japan um what stores like didn't like I'm so curious I like I probably things that aren't even on your radar, but there's a lot of just like kind of younger Japanese brands that I like, like Yeka. Did you see that brand? They do a lot of really good chinos. Aura Lee does like knit knitwear that I really like. Kamoli does like sort that of like you just soft. hit me with probably aren't on my radar. <laughs> Are like, they? I though? like that. No, but I've only I, heard of one of those three. I I, I meant that I like to that. be more of like uh, <laughs> we're into probably not shit. in your radar. Exactly, we're into different shit. I mean, my favorite store outside of Oshman's is Beaver. I don't even know that one. It's and there and there's way too many of them. There's like thirty of them. They're in malls, but they talk what, about fetishizing what is also outdoorsy wear and outdoorsy. But they have you know how like mixed you know like oh I bought two pairs of ca- camo BDUs and I put them together and one camo slightly more washed than the other or a pair of five hundred ones and the one black leg is like slightly different washed than the other black. There's yeah. thirty companies that do that in yeah, Japan. Right. There's only three that do it really 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 well outside yeah. of Capital. And Beaver has one of them. I think it's called like Sunny Side Up or Sunny Up or something. Uh-huh. And it's cool to find like little cutesy, I don't know, there's a brand called Bohemian, which is, I don't know, I'm over it because they just opened up their own store. He's but they already did, over they did like a fake Zurich. They did like a flower all over looking like Andy Warhol oh. print on a Zurich. I remember what cool. I was going to ask you. Did you do like Ragtag or any of those secondhand stores, those big, like, it's kind of like a Beacon's Closet, like a big designer secondhand store? I but saw they're, them. They're I was blown away. Like, Huge. They're basically massive, and they're full of like current season. And they buy all the high end. Right, there's a high end one. Yeah, they they go like a big range, but you could go in there and like if you go to the Visvim store and see something you really want, and it's twelve hundred bucks. You can go in here, and they're gonna have it for like two hundred bucks. Oh, let's talk about that because and there's there there's like an endless supply of them, and they're because I I think part of it is on my last trip. Like you were talking about um, apartments, and and people buy so much clothes there. I think it's very common that you buy like you kind of rotate out your season every season, and you resell it at for that hype for that hype beast for that yes consignment shops. I think yeah. And one more thing about that that I was blown away: the Supreme store. I think there's sixteen of them. Three, excuse me, two or three doors. Down. There's a company called Fools. It looks like the Fools Gold logo, and it's called like Fools something else, and I, Fools God or something. It's two doors away from Supreme. Yeah. They have stuff that came out last week. Yeah, that's right. Two but, but sec- doors But selling away. it secondhand or selling no, it new? No, resale. The resale shops there, like you were talking yeah, about, secondhand. Yeah. Fine. The resale shops that are yeah, popping up for streetwear and yeah. and, the, and the Supreme stuff yeah. are two doors away. Two, did, we're not talking about like in the alley at Supreme here. That's right. Being sold. Two, it's like <laughs> it's like the, the line WESC, for Supreme has to pass that yes, door. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's 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 insane. Hey, go in there, pay twenty percent more, or wait in line. Or, I you guess know. that's a good way to put it. 
How did you? Uh, you're obviously um, you're here. Your your camera's uh, right next to you when 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 we met. It was around your neck. Did you take a lot of photos there? And what was your? Um, you know, like I, I came up looking at Japanese magazines and just just those 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 street style images of the kids standing on the streets in Harajuku, whatever whatever their vibe was, just kind of like a, would pour over them and look at the details and obsess. Same. Did you find that street style there now is is Better than you expected, not as good as you expected, you know, different than what you'd seen before. I'm still blown away that a Japanese magazine that I grew up pouring over, I just learned that term from you, but like getting all into, <laughs> brought me to their country to shoot their own people. It's so, so you were strange on assignment to me. for I was on assignment to shoot street style. Yeah. It's like I'm doing like a 10 page spread of street style. Oh, cool. And I shot old men, I shot young kids, I shot everything. Japanese people? All Japanese. All, yeah. I shot one or two Americans, maybe. I don't have to double check. But, like, I, you know, I, I stopped two kids in strollers, had them come out because they were, had kimonos. There's, like, three celebrations they do um, in life, like, three years old, six years old, and, like, 12 years old, where uh-huh. they wear a kimono. And it's it's beautiful, the detail that goes into that stuff. So that's classic. I, I, I shot a guy who was wearing a barber, a beautiful waxed barber, and he had, like, a bucket fedora hybrid hat that wasn't it was an English riding company it wasn't Barber and I asked if I could take his photo and the Japanese agent that I was with was so cool that she let me approach people and me talk mm-hmm. and then only came in after to explain that it was for Popeye and <laughs> give me permission, or if I had a problem and I, yeah. had no, I never had a problem I shot an old guy and I don't know if it's common to ask like what are you up to in Japanese like to be polite but they had an exchange and he opened up his backpack and gave me a cup that he made on his kiln spun whatever the word is oh, wow. and know you're into ceramics and i've been giving gifts off people's backs in napa i had a i had a guy in bolinas give me a chamois if he, you know right out of his truck huh. right he's like if i got another shirt man this is for you because you got a love for it <laughs> and this guy in japan opened up his backpack and told momo that i'm going to a tea ceremony but i really make ceramics that's what i do mm-hmm. and and just took it right out of the plastic and gave me a ceramic cup now, Sarah was like, you should have put that away for one of the eight nights of Hanukkah. That's the most amazing gift. Because I gave it to her right out of the bag because I had nothing for her. And <laughs> I, I, I don't love it, but it's such a cool story. Like, who's giving you a ceramic cup that they made on the street in America? That's incredible. You know? Yeah. So I found That's some good street special. style. Yeah. You know, I shot a guy. They, 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 I went to the area where it's all temples, which I didn't want to go to, but I'm happy I did. Because whatever I don't got to get some cultural want, experience yeah exactly everyone's like oh did you go to the temples or go to the temples I'm like no 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 this time I went and there's people that run the rickshaws yeah that, yeah. and they have a uniform with the with the split sneaker tabby That's thing right. and there's an Air Max bubble in them now I don't know if oh, you know really? that no, I, I was blown I away notice. I didn't know until yeah. someone showed me pictures of well, my those own guys need like in. real they need performance footwear as much as anybody this guy's wrapped they wrap themselves in like I don't know how it's worn, you know? Yeah, yeah. And one leg was tie-dye. I got to show you the photo. I got. I, I found good stuff. It's cool that I'm not posting anything for me because it's for the magazine. Yeah, you held back quite but, a bit. Yeah. I loved your stories because it was a lot of like, arc, I don't want to use the wrong word, but like architectural. Yeah. Like it makes me like, oh, I want to shoot that kind of stuff too. People yeah. make fun of me when I do that kind of stuff. We did a lot of uh, exploration off the, off the retail path. Um yeah, I like I get into a rhythm where I, I shoot photos all day and then like late night when I'm like passing out or just like on a train or something, I do a big dump into the hi. stories. It's a nice hi. way to do it. That's yes in Japanese. Hi, 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 hi. Did you learn some Japanese? Uh Arigato gozaimasu. Yes. If you say that, it means thank you very much. <laughs> it gets a very good response. Ohio gozaimasu. Good morning. I didn't learn that. I, I have a terrible ear for language and was constantly fucking up and trying to learn. It's easy and to fuck up there. 
It is, and you know, I was with some people who were doing, who were really learning and like, and starting to make make their way, and I just felt like such an idiot, and I would constantly screw it up, and and uh, I don't anyway, know. I, work I don't on enjoy that. watching American people that are breaking their teeth. It's it's just kind of yeah funny. Uh, did you start thinking about your next trip there? Yeah, I I, I come back and immediately <laughs> yeah, I, I come back and I was like, I oh, I, I want to go out this spring. It I has a. It's it's very you know all the things people say about Japan it's very clean they they you know they they Sparkling. live by a sy- different system of sort of um, uh, rules than 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 Americans do for instance in a lot of ways but it's a very appealing place to be it's sort of otherworldly part of that has to do probably with with ignorance and stuff that's lost in translation but but being there to visit has has a magical quality and the quality of feeling like you've only barely scratched the surface sort of um, no matter I think no matter how much well, in in my two trips, only felt like scratching the surface and just already thinking about going back. I mean, if there's a three second rule of dropping food here, I would leave it there overnight and eat it again in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you don't see a, a cigarette butt on the ground. You might see a drunk person sleeping on I the mean, ground. They pull but, over to smoke. They have yeah. you know on the sidewalks. That's they have right. those smoking sections. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait to go back. All right. Um, I, I shot Chi-Chi's, which was fun for me. What's that? I'm working on a book of Grateful Dead style oh, yeah. in the 20th century. Yeah. And Chi-Chi's is an old hippie dude out there. Oh, I saw it. You did share a little bit I, of that. I did. Yeah. I, yeah. He, a he's a famous dead dead memorabilia yeah. collector or something? He's got a Volkswagen that he parks outside and it's just well, ready to he's go. He's in Tokyo somewhere? Yeah. And he's, does he sell away. stuff or does he just kind yeah, of yeah, post makes, up and hang out? He makes t-shirts and, and hoodies. His name's Chi-Chi. Yeah. Did he speak any English? Did you get to? Uh, it's one hard thing Not is much. I mean this is the same. This goes with traveling anywhere. You really do need a little bit of help in Japan translation wise because big time. There's a lot of funny things about communication that that don't um, that don't translate. Even like hand gestures, things we take for granted that that don't really work. And and people who have traveled the world probably um, uh, this is very obvious. But but there you'd meet such interesting people, and and then I would sometimes feel a little. Like I wish I was able to sort of connect a little bit more with them. I couldn't agree more. It's and you know you, you learn can, a little bit. You can't bit be and, too prepared for that place. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. I don't know how much you've studied it or know about ceramics or know about anything. You can't talk to them. We're gonna you and I should enroll in some Japanese classes and next time we'll go to get we'll actually hang we'll go together but we'll hang out together. Hi, 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 hi. All right, we could talk about Japan all day and all weekend. Um, for many weeks beyond that, um, this is episode 44 of Corporate Lunch. Mordecai Rubenstein, a.k.a. Mr. Mort's on here. Don't call him Mr. Mort if you see him on the street. Call him Mordecai. That's his name. Arigato gozaimasu. Thank you so much for having me. Um, let's um, let's um, hear some vibes from you because if we don't do vibes, we're going oh, to we're gonna hear some hell. 13 vibes. Let's go. This is the lightning fast bonus round where we talk about shit that's dope. Kimono. Kimono. You back the kimono. Did you put one on while you were there? No. I didn't. And they either. come in the hotel bed. Yeah. They probably have them in the Airbnb bed too. Um, beautiful garments, amazing um, colors and construction. Oversize. Great. I thought we don't great fit. Talk more about the vibe. I that's we... my vibe. Next vibe is oversize. I'm taking oh, that shit. one. Shit. I'm. Everything's Fine. just got to be huge. I bought a needles fleece in Japan that Mordecai's mad. That I did, but it's a beast. It's massive. What he's showing me a photo of a girl in a vintage that? collegiate sweatshirt that's so big it's like a dress. And she belted and she put it. a belt for some definition. Wow. Not not, not something I pants. would do. It's all tattered too. 
wide wheel cords. What's your next vibe? Corduroys. Yeah, I'm wearing corduroys today. Wide. Wider the better. Trench coats and hoodies. Can't do it, but they do it so well. Music when you walk into a bathroom, automatic. Really? Most That's big in Japan. I, yeah. They don't play a lot of music. They, you don't always exactly. hear music elsewhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, though. Dude, they have a fake flush button on the on, on the Oh, just the sound. No, just the sound. There's this button that says flush sound. It's amazing. <laughs> What is that? Oh, so the people don't hear like the, yes, this whatever. <laughs> Sorry, GQ. There's a vibe. Um, next vibe is let's keep it. Um, keep it. Keep it in Japan. The um, pe- what the peace? The peace sign. Is uh, it OD? I do it in every photo, and I do it because they do it here. Yeah, the Japanese tourists would do it here. Yeah, I love it. I think they're starting to think that I'm making fun. Yeah, but it could just be my paranoia. Um, my vibe is bowing. It's, it's, I oh. think it, it gets, it's a little Ooh. awkward, but you kind of learn it. And then it's a really nice way to, uh, you know, there's not a lot of like body contact, um, in Japan, not a lot of handshaking and hugging and stuff no, that I we do. That. I'm big on the handshake and, and the, I was like, you don't have to. And if you go in for any sort of more advanced dap with anyone in Japan, or they're even just, a handshake. even a handshake, they don't yeah. really, you're not really going to get what you expect. So there's a lot of standing far away from each other and bowing intensely. How many bows? I think like sort of three is good, yes. but I also I would get self conscious then and think right. like I'm gonna I'm not gonna overdo this. I'm it's not expected that I will do it. And then you know I think some Japanese people so they don't make you feel bad won't bow as much. Right, it's a but weird three thing. Three is nothing. I, I found myself constantly sort of trying to evaluate and assess and like I noticed. analyze the greetings and the goodbyes and all this stuff. But I did every time you leave a place, you turn and you should do this in the U.S. and I I try yes. to do it every time you leave. Don't just walk out the door. Stop. Turn. Make yeah. eye contact. Say thank you. And don't talk about the person. Because <laughs> if you're just piecing out, that's what I'm like. No, but one thing I, 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 I when the, we took a bus from the airport, I never do that. I always take a taxi. You know, it's very city-like and you feel local taking a bus from the airport. Yeah. It's fast, it's cheaper. Yeah, I did the and same. it's more local. It yeah. was so much fun to do that. You notice they put your luggage on the bus. You get on the bus. If you look out the window, the people that are putting the luggage on the bus that stay on the like sort of like platform yeah, of the work, airport, yeah. they bow to the bus yeah. and don't get up yeah. until the bus is gone. Yeah. Similar to when a friend says goodbye to you, they do it till you're out of sight. That's right. But they stay yeah, down. They walk you the out. Bus, and, yeah. The real the real bow isn't like peeking up to see if you're gone. Yeah. It's just down. <laughs> it's down. I think it's so beautiful. This is a very freewheeling vibe session. But what did you think about the peace thing though? Do you think that's like me making fun? No, I think it's totally fine. We do okay, we do peace. I mean, I love it. You know, I think I think um, you know the the it's all positivity. The intent is positive. I but I don't know. You know, if if that if if you're offended by that, DM Mordecai and tell him off. Yeah, next time you see me. Uh, my next vibe is is the uh, LL Bean Sham shirt that Mordecai is just always wearing, and the one he has on today is so I got it, crispy I got and it, perfect. <laughs> it's like. I didn't want to say it. It's it's clearly not new, but just the texture. It looks so soft, but still has that structure. I, I love. I discovered pills, and I discovered some some discoloration. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fine. It's not dead dead stock, but it's teal turquoise, which I love. Also, I have to confess, it's not bean. And bean are my favorite chamois. This is Woolrich, and I wish it was bean. I think they're uh, not. I think that if I go why, like this, it'll yeah. go through, and I'm kind of pissed. You think you're gonna poke your finger through the fabric? Yeah, I think so. It could just be discoloration, but this color is that gorgeous. That bean never made that that color. No, in the chamois. no. I love a chamois. It's I've a been looking. Shirt jacket. It's a true jacket. 
Yeah. There's no. What do you got jacket. in your collection? Maybe maybe I'll oh, buy one from you. Got no, any for sale? No, no, no. No, I, they may, I could I borrow. I have three. I have three. But you could definitely borrow one. Right. I have four. All four right. amazing ones. What's your next vibe? We did tie dye last time I was here. We probably did berets. They're not. The men are not wearing as much berets. I know. I didn't see. Uh, I did ber, uh, bedet. I did them on, on I like a, a vibe once, but um, I kind of thought I would buy one there because I bought several stupid hats there. I put one on. I tried a couple on, and I, they just looked awful. I thought about it. Was it was just a full hat on. I should have bought one for a dad, line. You did things that I thought I would do that I haven't. I was like, oh, now I could do this kind of stuff because I'm a dad. Like what? A bucket. I think that you wore oh, buckets before, but I think yeah. you felt better. Now I wear buckets that. all the time. And I like that about yeah, you. Yeah, I bought a couple buckets out there. Damn, I'm going to have to see your stuff. I wish this was show and tell. Yeah, uh, not not a great format for podcasting. No. They're still big on the um, on the saddlebag, sidebag, kidney bag. Didn't buy any, though, this trip. The, like, fanny pack? Something. But the crossbody, the, cross the more bag. gentlemanly one, though. You know, like, it's yeah. not obtrusive from your overcoat or Worn from up your high suit. and kind of yeah. worn up high against the chest. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the small bag. Dude, the small bag. The first time I saw in Japan, yeah. it's because the guy was walking his dog. Yeah. And I realized they don't have trash cans, so they put... If you notice, there's very few trash cans in the streets in That's Tokyo. Right, yeah. So they put the dog shit, excuse me, yeah. excrement in the in the tiny in the <laughs> yeah. in the, what the, what it, most people put the dog stuff in, and they put it in the tiniest little cutest bag. Yeah. But then you see businessmen in the train with little bag, not as cute and small yeah. as that, but yeah. still small. Yeah. The small bag vibe for a regular man there is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I, I was wish running. We could pull a, that off. I have the little Mont Bell pouch. I actually got independentes here. You know, the really really tiny thin one that just lays it. It's but like still a, you can almost wear a it wallet still. with a tiny strap. Yeah, I wear yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. That was my go to. So everything was in there all day because when I'm traveling, you can get lost. So that way, it's like everything's in here. What was your like daily get around bad, kit? Bad, bad. You carrying a huge tote Sarah bag? Sarah told or me, what, what are you, you bringing a bag with? You don't wear a bag around New York. And I was like, fine, good point. Pockets. But I'd forget to switch the pockets from one pant to the next pant because I'm used to wearing the same pant every day. That I do. Not only that, I, I have a wallet. I don't have the right wallet. I have a small little Goyard pocket wallet, which sucks. And I took <laughs> my credit card, my one credit card, and my passport out every day. Yeah. And that's all I carried around. Um, I think we hit 14 vibes. Did you bring a hoodie? Did you wear a hoodie every day? Yeah, I bought this hoodie I'm wearing while I was there. That's nice. Crepuscule, made in Japan. Uh, tiny little knitwear brand that I really like. You you shopped. Uh, shot my ass off. Sam, what are you? Are you on Instagram? Yeah, he's like on Tinder. Are you texting Anna? Um, dude, seeing Sam in Paris though with the cigarette at the dinner table. Oh, <laughs> Sam's Thanksgiving in <laughs> Paris. The next episode of Corbin Lunch is going to be all about Sam's Thanksgiving in Paris, and no, Sam will not uh, be featured on that episode. We'll just talk about it without him. As we usual do. Mordecai, thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Um, tell a friend, rate and review the pod, DM Sam Hine, get a sticker, buy the um, holiday issue of GQ style. It's if you a- DM me, I might send you a sticker. Wow. There you go. If GQ pays for the postage, you know. <laughs> See you next time.